What's up, everyone? My name is Classic. Welcome to the Ripple Effect. I am joined by my co-host, Aquafina. And that's me. <laughs> oh, everyone is doing fantastic today. Uh, we have a wonderful subject today that I think a lot, a lot, a lot of gamers have close to their heart. It is pricing models in the industry. It you know, and, and at the beginning it sounds uh like oh what classic and aqua are talking about pricing models what the hell what like why are we even this is why <laughs> because it's something that you look at and don't you might not even have it at the forefront of your head but it's something that you look at every time that you want to go get your next game why you want to get it it's it's it it's crazy it's just omnipresent right because everything costs cash right. Mm -hmm. And we just kind of, you know, we, we, more often than not, we're pretty much victim to it, right? We just have to deal with it unless enough people, enough, uh, people get pissed off to a certain point. Then sometimes companies have seen to be backing out in certain deals, but like more recently the battlefront thing happened and the whole boy was that, was that a mess? But before we get into the recent things, unless yeah, you wanted yeah. to add something, uh, I, I, I guess we need say, to start with the beginning, right? <laughs> I, I think we should start from the beginning, but, you know, good looking EA, I suppose. I, I, I just don't know how much I can trust EA, you know? I feel like they're just going to go back and, you know, do so, some of the same <laughs> stuff. What, what, what can we really do? We could stop buying their game. Yeah, we but could. They, I, but but will, will we stop buying their games? Will we stop buying the game? I don't know. Like I don't think so. If you uh, if you want the honest opinions, I don't think it's gonna change something. Um, but neither here nor there. Let's talk about the first expansion. Have you guys ever really thought about what the first ex like the first um DLC was or DLC style thing was? It I'm was... pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's been like way way longer than we think. I th I'm sure it's not as recent. As we as we think it is, um, it, it it's it's crazy because the idea of DLCs has been is just been shifted like as as times as times have become more digital, it just yeah. has shifted because we went what I found out through just a tiny bit of research is that. Um, Dungeons and Dragons. I know. I think there's some people in your chat that play Dungeons and Dragons, don't they? Yes, yes, yes. There's a, even one that has D and D in in his uh, his name. So yeah, there's a lot of Dungeons and Dragons fans here. The the expansion packs have been coming out since then. It wasn't called DLC, but it was an expansion pack. Oh, I guess that makes a lot of sense. Held to a certain extent, even card games, right? If you go with like new sets and stuff, technically. It's like an expansion. They add more stuff to the game. You got to buy that stuff if you want the new shiny thing. Right. Uh, but but I think more importantly, like that, that's just that's all it really is at its at its base. But the I, I feel like the question that I have and that that I've pondered over is, you know, um, instead of like, why did they make expansions? I feel like expansions was definitely like a really cool afterthought, but why expansions? Why not completely like not completely different games, but it becomes very apparent yeah. once you, once you see the structure of something like Dungeons and Dragons, it becomes very apparent 
why they would go with expansion packs because Dungeons and Dragons is vast. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so huge. And sometimes, you know, a game is good. You want more of that single thing. You don't want necessarily a whole new thing. So instead of package, packaging it like an entire new game, you know, you just make you just make an expansion or a DLC or however you want to call it. And I feel like it's really easy to, you know, sometimes to just be pissed at the whole DLC thing. But, like, I think people would be even worse, even more mad if, like, people, like, a company would be, oh, we're creating this new game. Like, it's it's, it's going to be, uh, uh, like, Assassin's Creed 2. But, like, it's exactly, like, the first one. Like, ex everything is, like, the same. But there's, like, this new piece of, like, story. People would be pissed off like beyond earth because they were like you're giving us the same shit what the fuck yeah like there's this thing where like psychologically if you're expecting a new game things needs to change meanwhile if you do a dlc or an expansion pack or whatever it's still gonna live through the same set of rules right and yeah. i feel like this distinction i mean it's fine I'm, I'm happy with expansion packs i'm not happy when like dlcs is locked up content Right? Like, that is so different between, like, I'm going to buy that full game, I'm going to play it, it's going to be great, I don't feel locked, and then, oh, there's this new thing, you know, oh, that looks cool, I'm going to pay 20 bucks to have, like, this new side story or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, meanwhile, when you go, I, when you go and you're like, oh, well, if I want this thing that is already in the game, I need to drop another 60 like 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 bitch fuck you man like <laughs> not what i want it's not what i want you know uh i i think my my only problem i think my problem with dlc is like some of them have done it like some some companies have done it right um uh fortnite it's not a dlc right but, i mean i don't think it counts it doesn't like count. it's a whole it does, different that, pricing yeah, that, model yeah that's that's in game like, that's in game purchases but you know it, it, some of them do the season pass like that where they just do it like do you count season passes as DLC? Wouldn't it be? <laughs> I mean, it? I don't. I don't think it counts. See, like we 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 might disagree on that, which is which is fine, you know. Uh, but yeah, you're right. wrong. But, it, but and it, I'm, it's, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm asking because isn't it? Doesn't the season pass usually allow you to get new things? Uh it does. It does. Okay, so here's the difference, though. Um. Because you got to separate, you know, cosmetics and, like, core content, I think. Like, for it to be fair. Because, like, Fortnite has a whole, like, has a great business model. I think it's fantastic. And, like, the majority of games should thrive to be, like, Fortnite. It's basically the core game is free. It's a mm -hmm. skill-based game also. So, like, there's no way to be paid to win unless they lock, like, an OP gun behind the battle pass. Which I don't think would go through very well with the player base. Um... <clears throat> I think they, they do it like in a fantastic way where it's only cosmetics. So yes, you're buying new stuff that is like locked behind a paywall, like a DLC, but it doesn't affect gameplay. So does that count? Uh, like it, the, the, the line is really hard. It, um, yeah. It, I think it's, it's really okay. But you know, let, let's just put that aside for a moment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Cause that's, you know, that. Because if we're just talking about like I don't know, like my my problem with DLCs comes comes really from like what you said, you know, like them locking content that's already there, and they're like exactly. 
And By the way, know? you could do this yeah. if you really wanted to for 100%. or you know, like whatever it, it is. Debate. I I miss the days where I could just get a game and have it be the whole damn game. You know. Like, yeah. And the thing is, you know, if like let let's give an example where you play um you know X game and you have a character that you want that is locked behind a paywall. Okay. Um, that sucks. You know, you're like, well, what if I want to play Darth Vader? I'm not gonna name the game, but like. You know, what if yeah. I want to play as that Vader? That feels fucking awful that it's fucked behind a paywall. But yeah, absolutely. if they went the other way around, release the game without Darth Vader in it, like you don't mention it, it's quote unquote not there. Mm-hmm. And like you wait till the game comes out and like two to three months later, you're like, hey, we're going to do a Darth Vader DLC. That shit would have would have went like, I, I'm sure people wouldn't have been nearly as outraged. I, I I definitely think that people would have been a little bit more forgiving uh, than to just, but but I, it's I feel the same like thing, it, right? At the end of the day, it's the same uh, damn thing. It, but how it, do you it, present it? Right. I well, you know, I'm convinced now that EA probably just wants to see like a, a death spiral of their fucking assets. <laughs> they're, they're like they're like you know we're we're already spinning. We might as well just fucking. <laughs> Go go, go, go like ahead first, way. right? Yeah, go ahead first. Uh, now, one game, and I'm gonna have to, uh, I'm gonna have to thank Ego Raptor. If you guys don't know who he is, um, he's a great animator. Um, I have to thank Ego Raptor for this because Classic and I, we were watching a video not too long ago, and he touched up on something super important, and that is. Uh, game time. Why games? Uh, how games have shifted into what they really are now. So back in the day, a lot, well, a lot of games uh, did like cartridges weren't very big. They didn't pack too much memory, so you couldn't put a whole lot of information in there, and and even come up with um, as as long of a games as we have now. Like it was just impossible back then. Yeah, it's impossible. It's impossible to have as many side quests as Skyrim has in like a damn <laughs> mini cartridge on the like NES. It's just sort of impossible. Two hundred fifty-six KB. Yeah. <laughs> you know Good luck I mean? with that. So, so one of the things that they did is that they made it outragingly hard in order to <laughs> supplement. In order to supplement what it lacked in in depth, they had to use gameplay alone in order to make it long and what was what was even the average time of most of those games like back in the day they were like two hours yeah, three it, hours it very like, like yeah. wildly on skill level of like mm-hmm. the gamer that plays it if if we take one core example that everyone and their mom probably have played and like literally their mom is like super mario bros like the mm-hmm. the, the classic one you know the, the initial one that came with the nes yeah that game when you know like every little thing and you're used to game like we've been gaming for years so like right now it's much easier than it used to be and it's still freaking hard by the way like i don't know what is when's the last game you guys played like old mario games but those fuckers are hard man super hard <laughs> and I, like it, I, I feel like every now and then i go back to just try it out and it, it and i'm like you know you get through the first like two three levels like you're like oh yeah that man this is easy whatever <laughs> But but they they put you through some shit. They put oh yeah, it's crazy. It is it is crazy hard. And if you die, like if you go to a continue, like 
yo, you're going back at where you begin. Like you got you, like, no progress, no progress. You're like, you know what? You you don't deserve you don't deserve to be here. You go back to the start, right? You don't and, even get you don't even get a half a chance. Yeah, you get nothing. You get nothing. And if you like, it, which reminds me a lot of like, um, you know, get getting over it with benefit fuddy, right? Yeah, I know that. Uh, one. Yeah, which which is like really close. Like it's super similar to how Mario worked. Uh, even though there were like mini checkpoints, you had more than one life in Mario's and in in uh, getting over it. It's just like, well, you no, know, you're back at the start. Like fuck yeah. You. But uh, <laughs> like all all of that to say that they blocked. Um, you know, a lot of the content was just locked behind like crazy high difficulties. So the game that technically has like two hours of gameplay would last twenty. Would last two hundred. Just because it was so damn hard. And another point that we need to remember uh, is information was not as accessible back in the days. Like right now we find we're like we're stuck in a game. We open up YouTube. We go, oh, like we name the name of the quest or whatever. We're stuck there. We look a Let's Play thing. Yeah. And we're like, okay, now I know how to deal with it. Back in the day, like you didn't know, you better hope your friend had already cleared it, because otherwise you're gonna bang your head against the wall for a while. You know, it's, it's it's crazy to think about now. Like, try to remember the last game you were stuck, and that you just like you didn't go on the internet to figure it out. Yeah. Like you're you're stuck. You're gonna try a couple times, you know. But after like 15 minutes, like, damn, I don't have all day. Like, I'm gonna go on Google and like, how do I? How do I clear this fucking boss? And now, you know, oh, you got to hit it like three times like that. And he's going to get weaker and then you can get right. through this thing. And you're like, oh, that's easy. But like figuring out, figuring it out, like on your own was part of like the longevity of like old games. And then, and then what happened? And then what happened was that the, the expansion of, of consoles and things like that, um, as, as memory expanded, games started to get, longer but you can't make a long ass game that well at least back then you couldn't make a long ass game that was absurdly hard absurdly like way too hard to uh to to get through um you needed to they they started to change their formula what yeah, they did absolutely. was what, what they did is they started you know the the with the super nintendo they uh, and with other iterations of games like Castlevania and things like that. Um, you can see it in Mega Man. You can see it in Mario. They made the game look better. They made it feel better. And in order to make it seem the kind of like the same, because people because they always play on nostalgia, right? Mm -hmm. They 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 spruced up the effects, gave you 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 felt a lot stronger as a character, and the you enemies felt up, weaker. Basically. Yeah, they your the enemies felt weaker, but there was a lot more of them. You have to yeah. you have to traverse you have to traverse like an entire you know a mountain full of monsters before you can get them because you're just so damn strong. So they made the game. So they they and I say that to say this, um, they as games uh, as game cartridges got bigger, and they had to justify selling the cartridges at a certain price. At a higher price, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, they made the games longer while making you stronger. So, th does that count really as like uh, DL? Does then that count? It's not DLC, but that I don't think it would count. Right? I don't think it would count like, because it's content, different. Right? But it's so close. Like the like the line between what is a DLC and what is not is really close. 
how I see it is like you have the game and a DLC is something that adds content, non-cosmetic to to the same game. So you get the exact same set of rules. When I when I speak uh, about set of rules, by the way, uh, like when you're when you study game design, um, they always you know games are always a set of rules. So if you look at chess. You have your rules, like the pawns cannot do the same thing as the queen. That's your set of rules, and you act within that world. The video video games are the exact same thing. In Mario, you can't double jump, like in in Super Mario, actually. Uh, you or like a, a game where you can double jump. Well, that's the rule, you know. Or like you get one hit, you know, you die. Or if you get on the edge of the enemy, that's another set of rules because then they don't like unless they have a spike, whatever. That's that's you know that amount of rules. So a DLC would be the rules don't change. But you get more of that content is how I would I would view it. And even then, it could be like, well, in that DLC, well, you you gain three lives instead of one, and I guess that could still be a DLC. So it's super hard, yeah, to to well, know like what counts or not. I guess it's only terminology, right? Yeah, but it def- but it but that kind of stuff did definitely change the pricing model for games. When you start being able to make games longer, and then you give the I mean, not necessarily that all those games were worth their money back in the day, because a lot of those games were terribly Hell no. bad. Hell no. They were they were super long and terribly bad, and and um, but they convinced people that they were worth the money because oh man, you know you're gonna go on a really long adventure, so you know if you're paying like you know. $45 for this Super Nintendo cartridge, you, you know, it's a brick that you need to, they need to walk home. Uh, they're, they're, they're convincing you that, yeah, it's going to be worth this, these $45. Of course it is. I mean, look how much stuff we have. So yeah. that was, a, that was definitely a switch in the, in the pricing model in the gaming industry. Oh, and that just, okay. I need, I need I'm going to note down cause that makes me think about one situation that really infuriated me. But we're gonna we're gonna stay in a bit in the past before I get into that. Um, <clears throat> I looked up at some numbers that were done in 2013 based on an IGN article. So it's not you know it's not science, but like that's where I found my info. We'll take it for what it's worth. But I thought I felt like it it gave just it gave us a picture of how expensive gaming was back in the days because nowadays we we always. Uh, we like complaining that all these shit games are expensive. It fucking sucks, right? Well, yeah. back in the days, like gaming was a luxury, right? You not everyone had a console at home. Not everyone Definitely had a not. PC at home. Like it was super expensive. And there were th- those are the numbers um that were made back like 5 years ago. So it would be even worse now because inflation happens every single year. But when the NES came out in 85, it used to cost 200 bucks. Based on inflation from the articles, the new cost would be four hundred and thirty-four, which is which is insanely expensive for like such a small um, <laughs> such a small console, right? With like a very uh, limited. Uh, I'm sorry. Aspect. Can you can you repeat how much it would actually be? Four hundred thirty-four. Four hundred and thirty-four dollars for DNES. Yes. For 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 literally like, <laughs> my God. Which that, which is which is crazy, like which is which is crazy, but the the worst offender, the worst offender, and it's due to like the day that it got released is the Atari um two thousand six hundred, 
released in 1977 at $200. So that would be a whopping 771 in wow. 2013. Like that is insane. And if you look at like the Xbox the Xbox uh one that was released in you know the year they made that, it was 500 mm-hmm. bucks. So like yeah. it technically it didn't move that much, right? It didn't move that much. No. If we compare it, if we if we look at like the Xbox 360 and the Xbox One in comparison, it's like 20 bucks difference. Not too bad, you know, 20 bucks in like 8 years of inflation, like I don't I don't think it it warrants getting a you know, all panicky and stuff. Right. Uh, well, I, you know, and, and I get what you're saying, but I feel like uh, they've just managed to, but there, there, but there has to have been a change there, right? Because more people, more people nowadays will own consoles. Back in the day, it was a luxury, quote mm-hmm. unquote, but we've managed to keep them at around the same prices, but now everybody has one. Like, I guess, well, multiple things changed. First of all, the culture, like changed. Uh, back in the days, it was super new, so you were, you were kind of uh, quote unquote shamed for being a nerd or whatever. Like it was really different nowadays. There's so many people playing games that you don't look like a freak at all, cause you, um, cause everyone, everyone plays games. Like the back in the days, the cool kids, like you know, they used to do sports. They did not, um, they did not play those damn games. But nowadays, like everyone, everyone plays games. Um, for multiple reasons, I think. Uh, first of all, like the genres of game, like they've gotten so wide yeah. that there's a game for like everyone. Back in the days, I don't think it was true. Like if you didn't like Super Mario, well, too bad, man. Like you didn't <laughs> like Mega Man, like good luck. Like he, there's not a lot of options. Um, I, you know, I not only do I feel that way, I also feel like, and and we're we're going on a little bit of a tangent, but I, back but back in the day, not only it goes back to the spreading of information, right? Because yeah. even back back when I was playing Super Nintendo and Nintendo, um, I didn't really know where I could go get some more video games. Like I didn't know I didn't really know which video games to get, which video games were good. I just the only games that I ever knew. Or games that I had seen my friends playing. Yeah, or like the huge blockbuster ones that were like come in either with the with the console or like it was so big that everyone like knew about it. But there are there's so many old games. Like it is crazy the amount of old game that exists. And like when we try to think about those, like we only think about like the a handful of like old games that everyone yeah. had, right? It was much more polarized, I think, than today where like any indie game uh devs can go on steam and like release it and it could boom right easily i mean and and that's probably the thing that has changed the most in the in the gaming industry is probably just uh the genres and that changed the pricing model in a completely different way but before we get into that um i i guess we we should go into kind of the first a uh, couple of exp- like the expansions that i've you know the expansions that i've played um, the first time that I even knew about expansions, um, in and in that sense, DLC was like back when I played StarCraft. How about you, man? Oh man, now I try to think about it. The first, I guess, that I like, I really got familiar with the extension would be Diablo Two. Like, would be my first like really hard contact with extensions because when they when they released, um, what was it called? Like LOD, Lord of Destruction, they released like another act and uh, like new classes and stuff in Diablo 2. 
Like that was my first big contact with with uh, expansions. It's also related to the fact that Diablo 2 was like my first game that I grinded the shit out of it. So yeah. like it, it, it used to be like a console player. I, I I played a lot of like Super Smash Bros. and like Mario 64 and games that don't have, you know, expansions. Even though nowadays the Super Smash Bros. do have DLCs with characters and stuff. Oh yeah, um, that's true. We don't just yeah. unlock them the way that we used to. Huh? Oh hell no. Like, wow, oh, you want that Street Fighter Wii U? Yeah, that's going to be five bucks, boy. That's going to be no, five bucks. You, no, you can't beat the stage in under five minutes and unlock no, them this way. No, you cannot. You cannot. Which, on, on one side, I'm not sad. Because, like, back in the days, they would have released, you know, the initial, like, 30 or some characters, and that would be it. Now yeah. we have the chance of, like, you know, you really like that game, but, like, this character wasn't in it. Well, that's too bad, you know? Uh, you had to play melee if you wanted um, Ganondorf, right? You couldn't add it to 64. Nowadays, it's a bit easier. Um, yeah. And, you know, I feel like paying five bucks for a character that you like. Like, that's all subjective. Like, everyone has different price points for multiple things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like that's fair. If, like, uh, it's always how they portray it. Do you feel like it's locked out? Or that it was added, and you feel lucky that it was added, right? Because it could very well like just n- have never been added, and that that's the difference also between how they used to develop games and how now how they do it now. Yeah. It's like now when a game gets released, they support the game for a while, uh, depending on the popularity and stuff. Uh, back in the days, like Mario was out. All right, what's the next project? Like yeah. Mario's out. That's it. There's no patch. Like there's no stuff things were not connected to the internet your console was not connected to the internet so it was much harder to add stuff um that's why melee is like considered like one of the, like the most flawed games but one of the best game ever because all its flaws are now its strength and if melee would have come out like recently like wave dashing would not be a thing they would fix it and like sakurai the game dev like doesn't like wave dashing so like if because that's like a bug that people found mm-hmm. that it was like, oh, if we do that, we're we're invincible for a couple of frames and then we we move super fast, so that becomes like super hard. Um and it would have been patched nowadays, which would which yeah. would be sad because like a super nice thing about melee is that high skill cap because of those kind of mechanics, right? Right. So this this difference I feel uh is massive in how we interact with our content and it goes as far as like game designs itself you know back in the days it yeah. had a flaw it had a flaw that's it yeah that was the end the end of discussion you couldn't really there's no way to change that mm-hmm. and, and and that definitely I, I think that definitely also drives um the pricing model as well oh, absolutely uh, because, because if you're if what what we're expecting what we're expecting now is a lot more a lot more than we've expected even even in the last 10 years i would say it's getting it's getting crazy um it's getting crazy and and like crazier and crazier the amount of content we get like the main example that i always think is skyrim like the amount of content you get for the price of the game is absolutely like insane to me um it 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 blows your mind for how long you can play a game when when you compare it to like okay enough time which is like one of my favorite game of uh game of all time the content even though it's quite long, like it's nowhere near the amount of hours like you can get in Skyrim. Um, oh yeah. 
which is really impressive. And another thing about, you know, the fact that it's so different because now game devs support their game longer, they need to find a way to make revenue for a longer while. Like now the initial buy of the game isn't where you actually make cash for a lot of games, you know? If we right. look at World of Warcraft, they get cash for the monthly subscription. Buying the the game is not um not the only way of income. If we look at Fortnite, the game costs nothing. They get cash from uh cosmetics and stuff. If we look at um uh, you know League of Legends and stuff that they get uh cash from new champions, cosmetics, Riot League even even if it's a pay to play uh buy to play game, they still add crates where you need to, you know, buy keys like Counter-Strike um like there's so many different models and nowadays even the dlcs and stuff it's way to prolong like get extend that period where income is getting into their pockets versus right. like that huge burst initially right well so it it's I think it's really, I think it's really interesting that that we have almost, as for as at least for as popular games go, you know, you mentioned League of Legends, you mentioned, uh, we've mentioned Fortnite, um, we've mentioned all these games are free. Like they've realized that charging people initially uh, keeps some people actually from even touching the game. I know a lot of people Absolutely. that that don't uh, that haven't touched PUBG. And it was oh. one of the most popular games. Me included. Uh, last last year, I mean, the thirty dollar, the thirty dollar price tag. And I don't think that that's um, at this point in its lifespan. If you would have asked me like uh, five months ago, was PUBG worth thirty dollars? I would have been like, mm, I don't think so. Um, but now with the things that they're adding, it has a thirty dollar price tag, and that's okay. But why would you do that when you got Fortnite? Ex exactly that's a point that i was about to bring because i didn't think you would you would go that way I, th I thought like you would you would say like it's worth it and even maybe it is but like let's i'm gonna take myself as an example i had the choice okay there's these two big br games which one am i gonna try i'm gonna try the free one first of course all of the time why would i pay unless like there are major things in gameplay which makes you want to play PUBG over Fortnite, like graphics, for example, like building, for example. If it's stuff right. that you don't like about Fortnite, then I could understand trying PUBG first. But I didn't mind any of those, so of course I'm going to try the free thing first, right. right? There's just no way that I'm going to pay for something that I'm not sure if there's a free alternative. Um, and it would be the same thing, I guess, in the MOBA world. If a MOBA would have been buy to play, no way in hell it would have succeeded, right? No way in hell. Because you could play League for free. You ob like, albeit you don't get all the champions for free. There's Dota that is 100% free. You get all champions instantly. Right. Uh, and and no game would have been able to compete if you needed to buy them first. And that's that brings me to a, an example also. Like you said, you know, circumventing that price point, a game that did it wonderfully. I don't know if you're aware of that, but Rocket League. Rocket League is a buy-to-play game. I tend to forget that because I play so much, I forgot I actually had to oh, buy that game. Yeah, you're, you're, you're completely right. They you're made it free on the PSN for like a, a month or two, and it blew the game up. Because it's a super fun game, Rocket League, right? You've played right. it. It's addictive. It's really fun. But... It looks weird when you never played it and you're outside. You're like, what the fuck? 
Yeah, is like, that what is actually even going on? Yeah, is it is it even fun? You know, they just hit a ball like that. That looks boring, but when you play it, it's actually super cool. And it it really boomed when they made it free on PlayStation. And the devs mentioned it. It was like one of the scariest things they have, have ever done. You've worked so hard for a game, and then you put it out for free. Yeah, like that shit is that- scary, is scary, but it saved them. I mean, I imagine that I imagine that after you put in so much work, only to if you did release it, but they, you Give know what? Away. Yeah, they 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 gave away that game, and that game has um done them wonders. They, you know, it was, yeah, it was absolutely, it largest. was worth it. Yeah, I've I've seen I've seen their events go from you know from being like middle of the middle of Twitch list to like the top. Like in the hundreds yeah, when RLCS like, is going right now, it's crazy high. The numbers are high, and when it, there's a world champion, like it breaks to 100k concurrent viewers, which is impressive. Like so, for, for a small game, you know. So all these, I, I feel like all these things um, are changing, uh, are changing price points as well. Like there's, you know, we I, I keep going back to the price points because that's really what we're that's really what we're talking about. Yeah. Um. Every now and then, a a game comes in and kind of uh, breaks the model, right? Because League of Legends did it. It was a free game, and everything else was just, oh, you want cosmetics. I remember not or even thinking about right? another game like, yeah. What happened? The the difference, uh, because you say you get everything, but in League you got to grind for the champions, though. You hey, don't hey. get every champion for free. Um, which is a key difference with Dota. And like, cause you know, those games compete as much as like Fortnite and uh, PUBG competes, right? Yeah, it's like the right. same two Titans fighting for like that top spot. And, and you know, what's crazy to me is that my friends who used to play Dota, I was always a league player, like, uh, just, you know, cause it's important to the point I'm going to bring. Mm-hmm. Um, they used to play Dota and they were like, I don't play league cause that shit is pay to win. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's free. <laughs> like, well, I, I, what? But the fa- their point was, because they were still used to have every champion for free, or hero, or whatever they're called, that if that's, if X hero is super strong, and you can't have it right now, it's pay to win. Because oh, you that. can buy champions with cash in League. You can do it. You're not forced. I Personally, I only bought cosmetics with cash. But, like, if that new champion is super strong and it breaks everything and it's so good, like, right. you'd be a fool not to have it, right? You're going to lose uh, if you don't yeah, have it. Yeah, that, that makes sense. I didn't even think about it from that point because to someone who has had the characters from the beginning, they would definitely they, say they it, was, it was by, uh, pay to win. Whoa. Exactly. Which is, which is crazy, which is because I was, on the, uh, I was on the flip side. I was playing League. I never felt like it was play, like pay to win. Yeah, but then they brought that argument from the other side, uh, like the other side of the middle, and I was like, "Holy fuck, they're not wrong." <laughs> and and a pattern I noticed with League, I don't know if they still do it, but when I was like at my prime, whenever they would release a new champion, it would always be super strong. Like I'm thinking back of like in the Yasuo days, like when that shit came out. Yeah, like the champion, like they they were so strong compared to like what we used to have. That you either needed like that insane like seven point eight k IP thing that no one ever has unless you like play the game twelve hours a day or you yeah. bought it and a lot of people just instantly bought it because like that shit is so strong right now you gotta have it and then eventually a couple patch 
like further down or a couple of weeks further down, they nerf it to the ground because they're like, yeah, that's not healthy for the game. <laughs> like it's crazy. It's a different way to to it's get a income, different way right? To, yeah. It which it, which is kind of shitty, you know. Like when we really stop and think about it, I, you know, I like I know you don't consider league as pay to win, which I don't think it is. I, I don't but think it is, but it. at the same time, but I can see what you're saying because I remember not having Yasuo back back when Yasuo came out. And, oh, man, that was painful, dude. And that was that was super painful. That was some of the worst times I've had <laughs> on on League of Legends easily. Yeah. Because because you know, well, I don't want to talk about uh, League of Legends balancing issues. Uh, <laughs> that's whatever. Um, but here's the question. You know, what are pricing models that you would like to see eliminated? Eliminated? Uh, it would eliminated. be easily... Okay. Easily the um, freemium models um, or, like, the models where... You know, I used to be a, a big, like, free-to-play MMORPG player because um, mm-hmm. I was really young. So, like, I could, I didn't have a credit card. I couldn't sub to WoW. And my parents were like, fuck you, we're not going to pay monthly yeah. for you to play a game <laughs> when there's so many games, like, you could play, which is kind of valid. Um, and... So I, I used to like grind that shit and you either put 1000 hours or you can drop 10 bucks. Like it's something like crazy like that. You know, that the, the difference between like the cash you can put in and the amount of time it takes mm-hmm. is what I want removed. Right. Um, is like, it's fine if you can pay to get faster. I can understand that, you know, like they, especially if it's a free to play game, they need to make income. Right. Yeah. But there, there's this fine balance between, the amount of time it takes to actually take it or not. Um, but I would like that removed. I would, every single game that has like a strong weapon or armor behind a paywall, fuck you. That should not exist. Like that should never exist. Um, but they, but they have to have a good, like, you don't think that they, they had a good reason. You don't think that they thought that out when they did it. Like they, oh, they, the they new people to... would be mad, but people still yeah. drop an insane amount of cash on it. Yeah, like, but it's but it's gotta be like they they have to have been rewarded. Like, I I feel like people don't just make bad calls like those. You know what I mean? Like, or that's a bad call. Like putting, <laughs> putting high level armor behind a paywall. That's a that's a just a bad call. I'm gonna and, give you an example because it's not it's never like this armor that is in the cash of you see it you see the stats and you're like holy shit this is so strong I can buy it. It's never quite explicit like that. It's much more implicit because like I have an example in the game that I was to I used to play, you needed to craft your things, but to craft correctly, you either had to do like seven dailies, you could only do one per per day. Um <laughs> or you could buy you could buy it off the cash off for like one bucks. And you needed like twenty of them or something to then craft the armor. So it's like behind a paywall, because like either I wait three fucking months or I drop like twenty or I drop like twenty right now. Right, it's 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 not explicitly like this shiny armor is That's blocked so and it's so strong. Man. It is, is so it is, and I want that like that shit. I want it removed. Like <laughs> paying for cosmetics, I feel is the best way. Like it's the best pricing model. I I enjoy. You know, Fortnite top tier. What are uh, your thoughts though? I I think I think that there's a way that things like that can work, but I've never seen it. But I've never seen it. I've never somebody seen it. quick. Someone who's developing an MMORPG right now, think about how you could make that work. Because you could make that work. It just couldn't. Like, what what I played, I played a lot of Asian MMORPGs because those are the mm-hmm. ones that were that those are the ones that were usually free and like, mm-hmm. 
sometimes you'd get them in like different languages and shit. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I, I used to I used to play those, and in those, like they're the most notorious. Asia, is yeah, the it's most, crazy. The, the most notorious for being like pay to win anything. You wanna, you really like over there? They must have just enough people paying for this kind of stuff. Like this is what people want. Yeah, or or this is not what they want, but there's enough that can deal with it, so it's worth it. Yeah, because because they when they port the when they port their MMOs. Doesn't go. So, well. I mean, it it never goes like they, it never. I I can't imagine that it goes well when they port the MMORPGs over here. Like it doesn't, but or does it? Like because they keep doing it. Like they never change it. Yeah, they, they keep doing it, but they stay. They keep in their regions, right? I've I've seen so many MMOs get ported and they fail hardcore. Not because they're bad games, but the pricing models are just in that they're just insane. They just and like you can pay for like XP boosts, like pay real yeah. money for you know it. They're they're so notorious for it. I imagine that that that's gotta. It must be successful over there if they keep doing it. Right? Probably, but you know, like there's so many things you can do keeping it free to play. I, I I guess it would be mostly like kind of convenience items, quote unquote, that people could pay for. Like, do you want to? I don't know. Like, if you don't pay, like the biggest backpack you can get is like 18 items. While if you drop, you know. Three bucks on that uh, on that backpack, you can get like twenty five. I feel like that's something that can you can kind of deal with it, even free to play. It's not it's not the end of the world. Yeah, it's kind of annoying, but you kind of you, you can deal with it. And if it's really annoying, you can pay with it. I know I'm fine with it. Some people would like be classic. You're really dumb. What are you saying? Please <laughs> never do that. But personally, I would be fine. Or like you pay for uh you know being extra light on a mount on on a mount, so you go like ten percent faster when you're on a mount, not in combat. Or something like kind of convenient stuff like that. I'm fine yeah. with because it yeah. doesn't make them stronger. So I don't have like I don't have to deal with it if I'm not paying, right? Right. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Like there, there's got to be. Oh, there's there's probably a cool way to flip it to make it actually successful. There, there has to be a way, right? Probably. But, um, I feel the safest way is like cosmetics. You know, like kind of like Path of Exile does. That's Ordinary. definitely the safest way, but I feel like people, I feel like people eventually are gonna want more than cosmetics, man. You I think, think this, so? I I think people are gonna want more than cosmetics because I mean, the game that I spent the most cash on is League for only cosmetics, like only cosmetics. And I played games that were pay to win. I was like, I was so pissed off about the fact that it was pay to win that I didn't drop a single dollar. I was like, no, you're not gonna get me. Like, I know that's what you want. I'm not going to give it to you. <laughs> but when you play League, you're having so much fun. And you're like, damn, this game is free. I'm I can't afford a five-buck skin. Hell, I haven't played so long, and it's free. And it piles up. And it piles yes. up. And then you're like at $300 in the game. And you're like, oh, yeah, I need to stop buying skins. Like, <laughs> this game is not free anymore. Um, so what are some, what are some uh, business models that you think just have failed? In the like and the ones that should be the one one that I will say the one that should be scrapped right now I feel is is the freemium that the all the Eastern MOs do I feel like that mm -hmm. one that one should yeah. be scrapped not a fan uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna you know I'm gonna be a bit out of uh, the box but you know mobile mo like mobile gaming is a thing right all those shit where you keep, like yeah it is and we don't like <laughs> we don't like to associate uh like candy crush to our beloved games but it's still a fucking video game and you know this thing where oh you gotta come back because you don't have energy or you can pay two dollars 
like can you can you get out can you get out and they're making so much cash out of it so like there's no way it's gonna fail because they're making so much cash out of it they, because people they, are impatient they're like fuck you i don't want to wait i'm gonna pay two bucks <laughs> yeah like, two bucks. yo I, I and i completely forgot i i don't play mobile games like that I don't, anymore I don't, but i used to, i don't know i used to and i used to and i used to sit there just thinking about that shit like yeah, i've it, seen it, friends <laughs> drop 800 in mobile games like what i i kid you not i i'm i i am as outraged as anyone i'm like dude you're really dumb why would you do that but i wouldn't feel the same way if they would have dropped like that amount on league for some reason but like for them people it's like eh, it's a game that i enjoy because they work a lot so they're not often at home so they can't game on their pc as often as they'd like so it's like I, i i'm in my break like i want to play for like 30 minutes and that bitch like blocks me after 15 they pay to like reset it so they can have their game time which i still think is insane like i'm not defending them that like that was their mindset and i feel it, like it's kind of fair like it's I a mean, fair way to think even if did, it's annoying they did, a, they did it a good you know they did they did it a in a good way it's a it's it's just a gentle reminder too i remember because that's how they got me because it wasn't like all up in my face hey by the way you're out of energy Yeah. You should get some, right? By the come way, on. I don't know. Come if you on, know. man. Uh, and I've spent. Uh, now that you mentioned it, I have spent money on on things like that. Uh huh. I'm ashamed. Uh huh. I'm ashamed. Oh, it comes out now. Don't you didn't want to tell us. You don't didn't look. want to tell us, Aqua. But I mean, we've all been. We. I think a lot of us, you know, have spent too much in a single game, and we realize afterwards, and we don't do it again. That's how yeah. I feel. Yeah. Some people take longer to learn, um, but m mostly one example for me, like I, I spent way too much on League and I was like, that was so dumb in retrospect. So now that I'm playing a lot of Rocket League, I didn't spend nearly as much in Rocket League. When the crate came out, I was like, no, I'm not falling in it. I'm not. I've been bit like I've been bitten once. It's not going to happen again. And I've spent way less in Rocket League, like probably like 20% than I spent in League. And I, much 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 prefer rocket league as a game but now uh, i've i've learned you know yeah okay well uh, so so really quick um we we touched over we touched over some older um some older models some older pricing models and how they've changed some more modern uh pricing models and how they've and how they're still changing but these games most of these games are uh right now they're thriving the games yeah. some of these games that we're talking about right now they're thriving in their mm -hmm. in their pricing model do what do you think like a different pricing model than what we've seen really looks like like one that is one that, that would be really different be better like would it wouldn't just be different it would be better better okay um that's gonna be rough um a better model i don't know i really like the battle pass system in fortnite uh because it almost pays for itself if you grind it a lot I felt like they really succeeded in getting that first 15 bucks out of your pocket. Because mm -hmm. you watch that and you're like, oh, shit. If I pay 15 bucks, I have access to all those skins and I have enough V-Bucks to pay for the next one. But the thing is, is psychologically, once you spend once, you're more likely to spend again. Right. Because you did it once. The, the door is opened, right? Well, that's, mm -hmm. what, that's the genius part. Because... Everyone that I know, myself included, you said a battle pass. You're like, that's a good deal. You have so much content and it pays for itself. But Absolutely. the thing is, is implicitly, once you paid for 
once you your card is linked to it, you're much more likely to pay again because you're like, oh, but uh, that skin is cool, but I only have the battle pass. It's not in it. But I have a couple V-Bucks like because I, I grinded out of it, so you're going to buy it. But then you're going to miss the battle pass for next season because you spent your V-Bucks. You're going to pay again thinking that it's going to pay for itself. Like it's this cycle that I feel like they've been so good at doing. So something better than that. Mm -hmm. I don't have an idea. Like, like I, I don't. Man, I'm that, trying to think. I, I feel like this. I feel like this idea has been um, this pricing model has been thought of so much that this might actually be like the best. Like I can What what could be what could be better? It would have to like it would have to turn around and pay you in real money like, yeah it would you? be weird <laughs> it would be weird because like every pricing models you know is is every dev is trying to hack your brain into spending more into right. like in, in games that's you know that's how that's how they make their cash i cannot blame them right but if you if we look at games like hearthstone you know or overwatch you know or uh counter-strike or whatever that has loot boxes in it mm -hmm. that shit is addictive because you get a you get a quote-unquote hit uh, like a drug when you get a legendary or something because you're like oh that feels good but yeah. it's artificial because like it feels good because they told you it was legendary and it feels good all right it's it's <laughs> because they told you it was it was sh this shiny thing that you feel good also more often than not there's more like effort visually into legendary skins and stuff but okay. the, I, I i feel like they're always trying to trying to and i i can't think of a better thing man I, I really can't think of a, anything better than the freemium, you know, and, and this is not too far removed from just being the same model as League of Legends. It's, it's not too far close. It, 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 they're, they're fairly close models. Um, I, I'm curious to see how someone, who's, who's going to be the next person to expand on this kind of model. Because yeah. right, now, right, now this, right now this model is the prevailing one. All it's others tough, are definitely yeah. falling behind. I, in my yeah. opinion, yeah, I, I I would have to agree. And you know, you you asked a question earlier uh, that I I didn't get to answer. Uh, I think, but you you asked what kind of you know price models that failed, um, and you know we went on a tangent about how we hate pay to win, but a pricing model that really did does not do well apart from a single game is pay to play. If we look at WoW, it's the only subscription-based game that is still thriving after 10 years. And I think, yeah, you're right. You, like, I, think... I can't think of another one. Every single MMO that was subscription-based eventually went through to play, except from WoW. Because it seems to be like core to the WoW identity. You always had to pay it, so like you kind of deal with it because you know it's, WoW has been around for so long. But when a new game comes in with the subscription models... People see it as a new game, so you're like, hell no. Why why would I pay per month in your game when I can play Fortnite for free? Right. Like it's not the same comparisons you do because WoW was always like that and it's been so it's so old. Like it WoW is really fucking old. And it, it is so, super so like, old. It is in the core identity. So that's a pricing model that really, you know, it doesn't work except for that one game. Um yeah, and then even even some of the ones that do have them, they have them as like a bonus like RuneScape. RuneScape yeah, has it. You can point. pay to play. You can pay to play with RuneScape, but you don't have to. You got yeah, a lot of con You got a lot of free content. Um, but that being but that being said, 
uh, I I, forgot, I completely forgot about pay to play. I haven't seen a pay to play. Yeah, game we don't think in about a it. really long time. Um, there's pay once now and then yeah, buy to play. Yeah, yeah, buy to play. But pay to play has not been around for not a long present. time. Yeah, I just thought because I like sub back to well like as recently as like as of today. So it, it now it's I think about it, but like. If it wasn't for this game, I think the pay-to-play model would just be straight up dead, you know? And you know how we always view that that pricing? It comes back to, like, to tie everything that we've said together. Yeah. Like, do we feel like we get our money's worth or stuff? It's always related to how much am I paying for how much time I'm playing it. Absolutely. Right? Uh, that's, that's, what it's, that's what it's... That's what it's... Um... That's what it, I feel like. That's how I choose games nowadays. Like that's how it, it's been narrowed down for me. Um, and it's crazy when you think about it. Like we we've touched on the difficulty of games, where um, you know they they extended games by the difficulty and stuff like that. So you feel like you got your money's worth because you played for X amount of hours. Right. Uh, when I bring back even myself, when I bring back Skyrim, you like you get so much content in terms of hours for like the the price you pay. But like I played Skyrim for like twenty five hours. But like the fact that I know there's so much content makes it worth it for my right. price point, right? Just the fact that you know you paid for that much content. It was my choice to not play through all of that, but it's there. So it kind of like pats me on the back that it was a good buy, right? Right, but right, right. That I, I say all of this to bring back one key example of when I was really outraged by how the internet behaved is a game named Firewatch. Do you know what that game is? I do know what that game is, yes. When it uh, came out, the game is super short. It's like under two hours. Mm -hmm. It's super short. But on Steam, when you buy a game and you've played less than two hours, you can ask for a refund. So what a lot of people did is they bought it, they played it, they refunded it. Not because, And it wasn't tied to the fact that they liked the game or not. It's just like, oh, it was only two hours. Fuck that. I'm getting, I'm getting my money back. They completely dismissed the fact, like the wow. experience the experience that like you went through that game and you know that all that all the stuff you went through the memories that now you have the like e everything that happened you throw that out of the window it's like it was less than two hours it's like if you would go to a movie the movie is not three hours fuck you i want my money back disregarding completely the fact that the movie was super enjoyable right that wow. that really pissed me off i was outraged uh, I, I was outraged and a lot of like the developers of Firewatch were like, are you kidding me? Like we've put so much time into that game and you guys are just refunding it. Not because you, it's broken, not because you don't like it, but because it's too short. Like and that, that is really bad. And you know, it's short when you buy it, right? right? Except for like this first day. But like as soon as like the first day went, a lot of people bought it, knowing very well they could clear it and get refunded. Like, the, well, uh, fi with Fire, how much was Firewatch? I think it was like close to. I I'm having trouble remembering. Like between twenty and sixty. Like I'm not sure. I know between it's a wide gap. I know it's a. <laughs> I know it's a wide gap. Yeah, that's, um, that's, but but it must I want to say forty. But I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure. It, it, and that sounds pretty expensive for a two-hour game. But if if you it is yeah. But if you if you genuinely enjoyed it, that's my point. Yeah. Right. It. it I. I will never defend a game on its price per hour ratio. It is. It is very high. But 
I think like and this is really subjective, but I think the game is super enjoyable. It's really different, but it's it, like on the subjective side, I quite like the game. And the fact that it's short, like yes, you can be like okay, like that kind of sucks. I I hope I like I wish I had more. But to go as far as say, no, I'm gonna refund it because like no, like it's just not long enough. But you enjoyed it. Like I feel like you can only do that nowadays. Back in the day, like you 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 bought it. Like it's too short. Well, too bad. That's it. Like yeah. it's, that's that's just it. And it kind of saddened me that people not not the fact that people were outraged for the price per per hour, which I understand it's quite expensive, but the like the whole experience was never taken into account. And the whole podcast, we never mentioned that once. How enjoyable the game is. It it's always how much content you get. Yeah. For the price you pay. And I always think like that, you know, when I used to, you know, spend on League, my, my argument or on Hearthstone is, well, I've played so much. It's worth it. If I break it down per hour, it's crazy the value that I have. It's always that. It's never, am I enjoying it or not? Right. Which I find it's pretty crazy because games, they're made to, they're made to be enjoyable, like kind of, right. kind of like a movie. You don't, right. You don't, I feel like I don't even think about it sometimes i don't even think about it like that anymore sometimes i play games we don't I, yeah, it's I just, always like how many time did i spend in that game how much did it cost me was it worth it never like I, did i have enough fun that right like i sometimes you know and 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 i've been i've been kind of thinking about something like that uh with PUBG because i i i love playing PUBG, right but a lot <laughs> of the time it brings me more grief than yeah than I, it, but but it, but if you ask me would I buy some would I buy something for PUBG I might just think about it just in that same way like oh you know I've I spent like you know seven hundred hours in PUBG if I bought this you know it's worth yeah. it whatever yeah, yeah. I mean even though sometimes I fucking hate PUBG yeah 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 absolutely I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna give uh like one example and then I think we can go like to questions or something mm -hmm. um. But, like, one example I have is, like, Counter-Strike, okay? For me, like, I'm not a shooter guy, okay? So, Counter-Strike uh, Global Offensive, I played for, like, 100 hours. And I, when I look back at that purchase, I'm like, I played for 100. It was worth it. But I never enjoyed those 100 hours. I only played because my <laughs> friends played. And I was like, maybe if I get good enough, I will eventually start liking it, right? Eventually... I might start liking it if I get good enough. I, I, I only dislike it because I'm bad enough until I get to like 100 and I'm like, okay, no, I just fucking hate the game. <laughs> but when I go back, I'm like, oh, that was worth it. I played for like 100. I like enjoyed, I don't know, like 30 minutes out of those 100. And if I go back to like Skyrim, I played like 20 hours and it was far more enjoyable. You know, like it's, it's, it's a weird way to think. And when we stop to like, so like criticize how we view things, I feel like sometimes it's rather sad that I feel like Counter-Strike was a better buy just based on the amount of time I spent when actually I didn't, I didn't enjoy my time in it. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and that's, I feel like that's something that the viewers can also think over. But uh, we're going to go ahead and we're going to move over to questions now. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give them a couple of time if they can... Uh formulate questions or have stuff um so so yeah you, you never knew about you know about fi the firewatch debacle no i didn't know I, I it didn't. was crazy it, like it pissed me off so bad it, like probably one of the time 
that I was the most angry at people on the internet. Because usually I kind of brush it off because I'm like, ah, it's the internet. Like, it doesn't really matter or it doesn't really affect me. But I don't know if it's because of, you know, my background in game studies and stuff. And I've, like, been close to a lot of game devs. Um, Like, I, I, I know the process it takes to create a game, which I feel a lot of gamers don't know. Um, mm-hmm. and that's not to brag like it, when I see comments on like from people I'm like bitch you never touched game dev in your entire life if that's the comment you make um, and the fact that to see some creators like be so so sad uh, because people were refunding the game not based on something that they they did but based on the fact that it's just a like quantitative matrix like that that really pissed me off um we have uh we have two questions yeah i'm gonna okay so the first question coming from uh such wow very space those don't you think the amount of time you put in a game is in correlation with how much you enjoy it aqua i will let you start with that um i think so but i think it really depends because i i feel like if, if you put your time into something doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean you're you're enjoying it per se you could be you could be enjoying the time that you're having with like your friends or you know you know what i mean like more than That's the game itself it. you can yes. you can enjoy, like i i'm i'm pretty sure i know some people who played league of legends a lot and didn't enjoy it they just enjoyed playing it with friends um and so like someone like classic could have put easily put in 100 hours of just enjoying it with his friends and exactly. then and 100%. then just and then just realizing oh shit i fucking hate this game this game sucks i and i guess yeah i i i have to agree with you and i guess that depends on how we are uh as gamers i feel like you know we are broadcasters right we thrive off playing games with people like that's that's why we like you know streaming so much and i've always been of the fact i'd rather play a game i don't like with friends than playing a game i like alone because I enjoyed relating, creating memories with my friends. I valued that higher than sometimes the game itself. The only game that really pushed me to grind alone was Rocket League. It's the only one that I was like, none of my friends are playing, but fuck that. I I enjoy it so much and I'm going to grind that game. But yeah. like, I still play League of Legends weekly for the only reason that my friends still play it. It's the only game that we quote unquote bond together, that we play together. So I still play it because I want to enjoy, like, spend some time with my friends. If they didn't play, I would never play. I would never touch League ever because I, I, I don't play alone. So I, I would agree that to a certain extent there's a correlation, but not always. Not, not, not always. I've enjoyed my time in Skyrim way more than Counter-Strike, and I played five times more, um, uh, you know, Counter-Strike, which is insane. Um, Aze asks... Your thought on Bethesda milking Elder Scrolls versus Skyrim, or Elder Scrolls, Elder Scrolls Five? Yeah. I said versus. Uh, Shame on uh, you! Shame uh, on you, Aqua. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna answer like quickly so your moment of shame doesn't last too long. Please, please. Um, it it depends what you what what we mean about that. Like DLC wise, I think it's fine. I think they did it cool, like correctly. They added new quest lines. They added like a housing system. That's okay. Um, they do a lot of ports, though. Like, they have this HD version now, uh, like the Skyrim Special Edition and stuff. I do think 
Um, personally, I don't like when games do that, when they hold to one game so hard. And basically, it's like, oh, do you remember how great that game was? Yeah. Like, it, it's basically this, you know? Oh, oh, you, you remember the game we made years and years ago? Yeah, can you pay us again for that game? Like, it was so good, right? Like, I'm not, I'm not a fan of that. Like, really not. I really like when they do things. And like, you know, it's un unless it's like an online game like League or an esports in, in that. But I really like Melee for that reason. There's no patch. It's flawed, but it's perfect in, in the way that it's flawed. Yeah. And, and that, I guess we all have different uh, opinions depending on the type of gamer we are. But I like when games are not perfect and there's, you know, they're, that's how it was made. You know, they, it, it brings up all the beauty in it. It's the fact that it's not, you know, perfect. Right. I, I agree. That's it's part of the reason why we like certain, even certain games from back in the day. Because they're, because they're not perfect because they're, they're wonky. Like they sometimes, sometimes when you play them like that, it's better. <laughs> um, uh, I I don't like it. I, I don't like it either. You you were saying that you don't like it when when companies just try to bank off their game forever, like yeah. uh, like the Elder Scrolls, the Elder Scrolls series. Um, that's been going on for I don't even know how long that. But but another game that came somewhat close to that is uh, Dead Space, and I the game just keep, I don't know. The games just kept getting worse, man. Until the I mean I don't. I don't know if you're ever gonna play it, but probably not. The, the last Dead Space was not even a horror game; it was an action game. Like it went from mm. horrors from from like really like some some scary shit to just it to what happened Shoot to Resident things. Evil. Hmm. What yeah. happened to Resident Resident Evil One to Six? Like what happened there? Good point. Good point. Like you're right, and I guess I guess we can go even. I I didn't even think about just making a series like i was more thinking about reusing that single game but you make a very valid point sometimes it would be much better being just its own thing like don't yeah. stick it to an existing series it's funny if you want to make an action game that kind of reminds me of resident evil that's on that's fine why call it resident evil though i know i i understand financially why they would do that because like obviously it, it it sells more but like on a game design standpoint there's no reason to it you're only going to hurt it and right. I, I think I think you you are absolutely right. I think the Elder Scrolls series as a whole, though, is is a good example of what like what you can do without feeling it like without making it feel weird. Because if you think about Morrowin, Oblivion, Skyrim, yeah. they're like they're all good games. Like they're every every single one is a nice game. Yeah. So I feel like it's fine, and they take years in between. Yeah, they didn't. It doesn't devolve. It doesn't like exactly, exactly. Um, so I feel like that's fine. One one of the one of the uh, points that Chad is bringing up is um, that they they basically release the same game, the same Call of Duty. Yeah, like every year they say. I feel like I I've I've been thinking about that the whole the like since sports games were have been about like any of the football games they're always just the same damn game any of the fifa games are always just the same damn game you're playing I, the same I, I have to agree i was I, I use you know i listened to um a podcast recently and they brought they brought it up when will be the point where if, when fifa will come out it's going to be fifa it's not going to be fifa x year it's going to be fifa and whenever a new season comes out they they make a patch like, yeah like like we have in Korean games, when will be that time where it's going to be like that? And I guess if they do that, they would have to like be uh, make it like 
pay to play though maybe it's like can you really get cosmetics in fifa eh like how what not really like they have their team jerseys and stuff gonna really add anything about that um, the next the, whenever the name of fifa is gonna be when uh virtual reality comes uh becomes like super mainstream and, maybe maybe that's and, what he's gonna need i i mean i feel like that's that's probably the only way to sustain like virtual reality style things can because i feel like when virtual reality really takes hold because it's taking hold right but it's super slow it's slow. like we're, we're getting we're, we're getting glimpses of what happens when we introduce people to virtual reality and they go and make fucking anime avatars on the internet yeah. and knuckles avatars <laughs> That's what we do as the human race. We we take yeah, that and, and go do, do that. This. But but we've seen a glimpse of what happens. People people will stay in VR for long extended periods of time. There are people that really want to do that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I wonder how that's going to change pricing in the future. I agree. That's going to be that's going to be crazy. It's going to be really really different. And Do- Doge brings a good point. Like I I feel like. You know, the sports game, like NHL, FIFA, Madden, whatever the sports game you play, is the only one where we accept as consumers that it's going to be the same thing but different stats in it mm-hmm. or different different name on the screens. Because, like, is there really a difference gameplay-wise between, like, that player and that player? Like, uh, if we remove the stats, like, let, let's say player X and player Y, they have the same stats. Who gives a fuck who it is? I mean, people gives a fuck, right? Because they follow yeah. the league. But like, ultimately, it changes absolutely nothing, and they charge sixty for that. Like, that's crazy, right? Like, e- EA Sports, like they they must. That's why they can afford to like do some really dumbass shit with their other EA games, because like that must take them like a really short amount of time for yeah. the crazy amount of return it gets. Like the ratio time invested versus return for sports game is insanely high if you compare it to like fucking any other game like it's crazy yeah. i mean because they're esta- they're established markets they're backed by the nfl then you know like and they're they're backed by all major um by all by all major sports organizations so I, they, I, you know, I, they, they have a lot they have a lot they have they have a lot behind them when they push out those games so i i can imagine that that's that's, that's what keeps them the alive. Reason, yeah, like it's we're we're never gonna run out of sports games. We're never gonna run out. Of, the next MLB is coming. Don't worry. Next year, don't worry. Yeah, you know, don't and know. and I, I guess it also comes back to why WoW is succeeding with the pay to play model is it's been it's been forever like that. So you yeah, kind so, of accept it. Yeah, because it's yeah. always been like that. So you're like that's fine. It, it it's always been like that. So so we we can take much more because it was, it's it's always been like that. <laughs> you just you just take it right and. I, I feel like you know there's a, there's a like a quote unquote slight argument in the chat uh between like you know cod is not really changing uh, I mean some people say cod is like the same thing every time some people are like the hell are you talking about it's not it's not the same thing because they make changes to the meta and stuff and to which I would say both are right um technically like they could do patches right they could do patches where it would change you know you can add a new map like if your point is like there's new maps. It, plenty of games add new maps for free in their game or it's a dlc that costs like five bucks or whatever they can do that without having to do a whole other game same things for guns guns in uh in um counter-strike they do a lot of balance changes uh in counter-strike without ever always releasing a new counter-strike right 
even though they yeah. do sometimes it's not every single year right there right. there is multiple counter-strike and technically it's all it's all quote-unquote the same thing if you go to counter-strike source and counter-strike global offensive it's kind of fairly similar i think they're pretty much the same like i yeah. i went from yeah those are pretty much the same i don't know how called change over the years i think the only thing that changes in call of duty is like but i i feel like you know it's it's one of those games that it's always been like that also so you kind of you kind of defend it you rationalize it but in fact when you compare it to other games it's crazy yeah but you know i think i think uh i think we're gonna conclude on that aqua i i I think it is a good time to conclude guys this has been a this has been a blast oh Um, hell yeah Yo, I I, I want to say thank you guys for for coming out and supporting um, Classic and I. Uh, we really do- love putting together these podcasts for you guys. I, I feel oh, like I, I feel like these 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 discussions always uh, tangent off into other things. Um, uh, but we we touch up over a lot of fun subjects and uh, Classic. I can't wait until the next one, man. Hell yeah, it's gonna be you know same time every single week recorded at. 6 p.m. EST on that twitch.tv, um, either on my channel or Aqua's channel. If you guys had feedback, Twitch chat is uh, is great. If you have feedback in the YouTube comments, hit us up. Uh, the podcast will be available on both YouTube and your podcast platform. It should come soon to Stitcher and Spotify. Working on that soon, PM. Um, and <laughs> until then, thank you for coming in, guys. Goodbye. Peace.